Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And welcome back to the show. Carter Bryant coming up here in just a second. But, yeah, the Raptors, kings in the north. 105-99. There's always one of these teams in the NBA playoffs, and, and really almost any playoffs, that uses the us-against-the-world mentality, the old cliche, nobody believes in us, us-against-the-world. But it, it's effective. And the Raptors are exactly that. They fell down 0-2 in the series to Milwaukee, and they've won three straight. And now they go back to Toronto with a chance to close it out at home. And it's behind the sensational play of Kawhi Leonard, 35 points tonight, 11 of 25 from the floor. Not sensational there, but he was 8 of 9 from the free throw line, and he filled up the stat sheet again. Seven rebounds. Nine assists, couple of steals, only one turnover. Like Jake Madison said, indeed, one of the best players on the planet. One of the best uh, three or four players on the planet right now. Was an all-NBA second teamer. Uh, right now, if you, you re-voted and just voted on the playoffs, he would be squarely a unanimous first teamer. Let's bring on in Carter Bryant to talk about, uh, well, probably everything. We'll probably touch on everything. Uh, Carter is a radio host in South Arkansas at uh, 107.1 FM, 1400 AM. He's a stand-up comic and he's a must-follow on Twitter, at Carter the Power. Carter, what's going on, buddy? Uh, what an incredible game, huh? Yes, it was. And I wanted the Bucks to win so bad. It, it kind of hit me during the middle of the game. So I, I have no dog in this fight. But as I've said with you plenty of times on the show, I don't think this has been a great year for the NBA. Now, it's a good time to be a New Orleans Pelicans fan, obviously, but I don't think it's been a good year for the NBA. I think all this dramatic storylines and whatnot has been just something that just takes a buzz. But for like the everyday sports fan that just likes to watch basketball, the way everything is kind of shaped out, it's not good. Uh, especially if Kevin Durant doesn't go in the offseason. Now, that was a great game. Don't get me wrong. But we've seen Kawhi Leonard during this playoffs play at a completely different level. I don't think anyone really thought Kawhi could Kawhi this hard. Well, you know what Kawhi Leonard did a lot of this year, Seth? A lot of these load management sit-outs, healthy scratches. And whenever you see someone do this and you see Kawhi single-handedly take a team to the finals like this, guess what Guess what? every other team's going to do when they're in playoff contention? Lots of more load management sit-outs, which is not good for the regular season of the NBA. Yeah, and it works in the NBA because you're not, you know, stat accumulating for any incentives usually during the regular right. season like you do, you know, say in Major League Baseball, right? Because those guys are trying to play every day, uh, get their home run bonuses, their average bonuses, their RBI bonuses. It's a little different in the NBA. Um, did you see these beer chugging contests? I, I don't think that we're going to see anything greater in 2019 on Twitter than Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari and Christian Yelich going back to back to back in a beer chugging contest. It was fantastic. 
Fantastic. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I love Aaron Rodgers saying, oh, this should have been a scotch contest. Okay, Aaron, go right on ahead. Who drinks scotch anymore anyway? (laughs) Wait, wait, did he actually say that? Yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers said that. This should be a scotch drinking contest. Okay, Aaron, it's as great of a tweet as your role on Game of Thrones. Goodness. But, yeah, I, I... I've I've always been impressed by people that could chug beers. Now, you have to be a diehard LSU fan to know this, but there was a a basketball player during my time. uh, His name was Alex Farrer. He started uh, quite a bit of games uh, during his time at LSU. He played, uh, I think, during the Trent Johnson years. I've never seen any person chug beers quite like him. But these athletes that are huge, they could just chug these things like it's nothing and David Bakhtiari, whatever his name is, is a beast. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And uh, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't even give him a little space to enjoy uh, his obvious win in that back-to-back beer chugging contest. But, hey, uh, that's Aaron being Aaron. Still fantastic. Check it out on Twitter. Let's stay in the NBA, Carter. And you've probably seen my tweets uh, saying, I believe it's a possibility. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I think it's a possibility. Not I think. I know it's a possibility. The Pelicans come away with Ja Morant and Zion Williamson uh, this summer. Am I crazy, Carter? I do. I think you're crazy. I, I know. I saw my buddy Mason. Uh, I've never spoken to Mason before, but we're Twitter buddies. I, I do agree with you. I do agree with him that I don't see any situation that Memphis gives up on, on John Morant. Um, I think they'll try and ship Mike Conley to some form of a contender. I know his contract's just insane. Um but Jaws one of those guys that, you know, will, will fill out an arena. This is a guard-driven league. Uh, even though he's a little undersized and it'll take him a little while to get used to playing against NBA defenders, he's going to be great. I, I, it's hard for me to not see a scenario where he doesn't turn out to be a great guard. And then there's going to be the people out there that say, well, you know, it was just one year at Murray State. Well, I mean, look at the NBA. I mean, look at the Western Conference. We have Steph Curry from Davidson. We have... Damian Lillard from Weber State, and we have C.J. McCollum from Lehigh. And I would bet $100 that anyone out there listening doesn't know where any of those colleges are located or doesn't know where all three of them are located. So, yeah, small, smaller college guards, it seems to be a trend now, and I think he'll be another great one. I just don't see a scenario where Memphis gives up on him at number two. Uh, Carter Bryant is with us. Do you have any front runners in your mind on the Anthony Davis sweepstakes right now? I don't. I, it's kind of tough because obviously Zion coming back changes a lot. And I don't care what report you read, Anthony Davis is definitely going to think on it just because it's not just Zion. It's new management as well. It's uh, from, from what I've heard, from what I've read, from what I've been told, a lot of what bothered AD during his time was the medical treatment and the medical staff and the, the total mismanagement of the Pelicans. And that narrative still exists in the national media. You know, as we've seen NBA players read what's in the national media right now, the truth is all of that has changed. You have a team that's well-respected around the league. You have this athletic trainer that comes in that's well-regarded around the league and you get Trajan Langdon coming in. So you have all these basketball minds that can influence bigger players to come play in in New Orleans. And one thing, and 
I, I see this, and I, I've been reading numbers on a young man by the name of Drew Holiday who made an all-defensive team in the NBA this year. You know what's interesting about Drew is that when he was younger, when he was averaging, I think, 15 or 16 a game, Seth, he made an all-star game, and that was his only all-star appearance in the Eastern Conference. Now that he's been in the Western Conference, he has no shot at making an all-star game. Heck, the past few years, there have been years that Damian Lillard hasn't made it. But you know who does make it in the East? Kyle Lowry, who isn't good at all. He averages 14 a game. Um, Drew Holiday's averaged 21 a game, and he's an all-defensive player, and he plays big in the playoffs. So I think we need to also remember that Drew Holiday is an elite guard. You had him with Zion Williamson and on a contender, he can be a big-time playoff guard. So I think the Pelicans are a few pieces away, and I do think Anthony Davis is a big uh, a big piece that could possibly come back. Uh, to your point about the power imbalance between the conferences and the NBA, two-thirds, 10 out of 15 of the all-NBA guys are from the Western Conference. Those teams released wow. uh, earlier today. Uh, Carter, do you share my disbelief that Clay Thompson was not on these all-NBA teams? I, 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 it's incredible to me. It's incredible to me that Clay freaking Thompson, a surefire Hall of Famer, is not on, you know, he's not making it behind like Kemba Walker. I mean, what what are what is the what are these voters doing? I don't understand. I mean, that and I'm not to spoil my next segment because I'm going to go off on it. But my God, I don't I don't understand that. Yeah, well, here's what's fascinating about that is the person people should be outraged about is LeBron James. I mean, here's a guy that sat out for a good portion of the year, didn't really play all that much distance himself from the team you got to remember the people that are voting on this and i'm not going to get too deep into the details because i don't quite understand it but if you make an all nba team that affects your supermax. that affects how much money you can make anthony davis was in a similar situation well clay thompson i think he probably played the audio already tonight was in pure disbelief he was pissed when the media brought it up that he didn't make the all nba team and I'm sure he thinks he's better than Kimball Walker, who is a numbers accumulator on a bad team. So, yeah, I, I am shocked. I think 10 out of 10 people will take Clay Thompson or Kimball Walker. But you have to remember this. When the media votes on things in the NBA, the NBA is a star-driven league. It's all about access to players. Which NBA media member doesn't want to have LeBron James on at least their third all-NBA team? It's not. an outrage over uh, Kimball Walker getting in over Klay Thompson. Your outrage, Seth, should be that LeBron James made this team when he disintegrated and distanced himself from a roster of Laker players that really needed his leadership. No, no, I agree with you about LeBron, too. Uh, Bear with me, Carter, because we hadn't – we're going to play the audio twice. We're going to have it our moment is in. But here is what Carter Bryant just referenced. This is uh, courtesy of uh, Anthony Slater of The Athletic. This was the moment when uh, Clay Thompson, during a press conference today, uh, was notified by one of the guys asking the questions in this press conference that he didn't make the All-NBA team, costing him $30 million. Listen to this. We'll stop it there. Um, uh, Carter, look, we're in the industry here, but the fact that that people around us, we don't have votes for this, but people around us 
because of their their crazy non-vote of Clay Thompson into this All-NBA team can cost him $30 million. And this was the moment that he found out today that that actually happened, that he's going to be $30 million uh, in the in the red compared to what he could have been. Uh, I don't like it, dude. Uh, it's it's depressing to be honest. I don't like it at all. Yeah, I don't know why it's not a more diverse vote. Like, have the media members vote, have some coaches vote, have some former players. But I don't I don't know what you can do to fix that. There's always going to be problematic ways to figuring out subjective all NBA teams and whatnot. But yeah, to have that decide how much money you actually make is pretty astonishing. But with most incentive-based contracts, things like this are going to happen, even if it's the amount of three-pointers you take during the course of a year or how many you make. There's always going to be problematic ways of, of dealing with that. So, yeah, as far as how much you can make in bonuses, to know that a bunch of media members are the ones that are deciding that And if you're Clay Thompson, you'll go read which media members decided which way that they voted for all NBA teams. Heck, yeah, I'm going to shun the people that didn't vote for me. Heck, yeah, that costs you a lot of money. So in a way, it hurts both the media, the players, and the fans. So maybe do a fan vote, maybe put some different things in. I don't know, but it just solely being the media – I don't know, Seth. I don't. I don't like it either. Yeah, uh, me either. This is an all-time snub, and I'm not in the snub game. I don't usually talk about it, but this was definitely one of the ones that stood out um, to me. Right. Uh, uh, before we let you go here, Carter, I, for, you, you did not watch Game of Thrones, right? Is that right? Didn't watch so, one or two episodes. I, I I watched like the first two episodes. My ex-girlfriend said, "In order for you to date me, you've got to watch the show." And I, I quit watching, and we're not together. <laughs> so you've you so, got to be over the moon that it's over, right? We're not going to be – Twitter's not going to be dominated for an entire day uh, by one television show that you don't like. I, I don't think people understand how infuriating it is to, to deal with you throners. Like, I'm in a group chat of 13 of my friends from, from high school. I'm the only one that did not watch the show. The only one. And then I hear – Daenerys, son of Tyron, son of the uh, of the black level mage, Captain Horse. Yeah, I, I don't know. Arya should have used her face change like techniques. Yeah, I, I was just tired of all of it. So thank goodness it's over. Yeah, it's over, and the haters now because that's all it was. The haters cannot shut up. Uh, Carter, always appreciate the time, man, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks so much. Yes, sir. All right, Carter Bryant. you got to follow him, at Carter the Power on Twitter. And, of course, if you're in Southeast Arkansas, a lot of listeners up there, uh, 1400 AM, 107.1 FM. Just a few miles up north here of New Orleans. I'm going to take a break. More to come here on The Last Lap. Welcome back to the show. This has been a great day, really. I'm just sad we haven't had more shows uh, the last couple of weeks. Here on the last lap, we're going to be off tomorrow. LSU baseball will play in a loser-out game about 6.30. Played basically two games today because they played until about 3 a.m. in that six-hour, 43-minute marathon, losing to Mississippi State in the wee hours of the morning and then came back late and beat Auburn on the the walk-off 
wild pitch that turned also into a throwing error that scored two runs and and LSU defeats Auburn four to three it's been a great day though lots of great NBA basketball we had the beer chugging contests with Aaron Rodgers and David Bakhtiari and and Kristen Yelich of the Brewers that was fantastic up there although the Brewers did lose Um, we talked a lot of Saints OTAs we're out at camp today it's been a long day for me but a great long day these are the long days you kind of live for in this industry Paul Maneri he had a long day he said he actually didn't even sleep between the game early this morning and the game that started about one o'clock so he was beat he said it did not feel very well after the game but he did swing on by sports talk with Christian Garrick and Bobby Hebert and wanted to play this interview for you so here's Paul Maneri yes and of course pulmonary not getting any sleep between the uh, the games today <laughs> there's i say the games because there was two games the one that ended at about three o'clock uh in the morning and then the uh, the one that they had today against auburn and it was certainly a much better result this afternoon with that walk-off that uh, that he referenced so mississippi state they lost to vanderbilt and that means you'll have a rematch one nothing. the Bulldogs got shut out by Vandy, so it's Mississippi State against LSU tomorrow at 6.30 is scheduled first pitch, but with the way things have been going in Hoover, probably going to be a, bit, a little bit later than that. Of course, that'll be during our show, so no last lap coverage tomorrow. We're going to take a break. We're coming back with Sports Libs here on WWL. All right, welcome back to the show again. The Raptors stun the Bucks tonight. Six-point victory kings in the north they'll go back to toronto up three games to two trying to close out and get on to the nba finals it's the return of sports lips we haven't done this in a, i think a couple of weeks we had not a lot of shows logan falgu's behind the glass we got a couple of minutes to do this fired on up it's like like mad libs little sports style here what you got for us tonight logan all right first up we have jared cook will have a blank effect on the saints a smaller than expected impact on the Saints and I say smaller than expected from a fan's perspective there's been so much build up here around Jared Cook I think he's going to be fine I think he's the best tight end that this team has had in a few years from a pass catching perspective but he's not going to be the second coming of Jimmy Graham he's not going to have 100 catches he's not going to have 12 to 15 touchdowns he'll be good but I think some fans have a little unrealistic expectations LSU needs to blank in order to stay alive in this tournament. I don't even think they need to win anymore. So LSU, how was it phrased? Uh, they need to blank in order to stay alive in this tournament. They need to not care in order to stay alive in this tournament because they shouldn't care at this point. I Brian Lazar says they need to make the weekend to lock up a regional hosting spot. Um, I think that they probably already have. It would be assured if they make the weekend – semi-final on Saturday but I think they've done enough already and frankly they need to get their arms rested and ready for the regional next week that should be in Baton Rouge so um, I know it's a little funky there but just don't care I mean they should care they should go out and play they should try to win the game and get to the weekend but I don't think it's as big of a deal as people believe maybe that's a theme here all right next up here the Pelicans dream come true would be blank jaw Next, we'll do a little rapid fire. Jaw. Make it happen. Jaw. John Zion. <laughs> Make it happen. All right. Next one up here. LSU's ace in the hole in this tournament would be blank. Todd Peterson at bat. Let's see another Todd Peterson home run. How crazy would that be? Put him in, coach. 
All right, last one up here. Jared Cook will have a blank effect on our chances of making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, this year. I, good. I, I think a, a positive impact. Now that perspective, he's going to be better, and we all love Ben Watson. But again, from a pass catching perspective, he's going to be better than Ben was, I believe. So he's going to have a very positive effect on that. It'll also free up Michael Thomas. Sports Libs in the book. We've got our moment is in. LSU baseball's incredibly crazy finish. You've got to listen to this if you haven't heard it yet to close our show next. What a fantastic day in the world of sports. What a fantastic show. Thanks to everybody for listening. All of our guests tonight, Brian Lazar, Rod Walker, Jake Madison, Carter Bryant, Paul Maneri. Thanks to all of those gentlemen. Thanks to Logan Falgu behind the glass. Tim Zimmer for booking the show today. Todd Manessis, our assistant program director for helping out. And Diane Newman, our program director uh, today. If you missed any of the show, remember, you can get the entire shows, any of them, here on the last lap. On the podcast or on demand, on demand section of WWL.com, radio.com app, or you can grab them in Apple Podcasts. Raptors beat the Bucks today. They're up 3-2 in that series going back to Toronto. LSU, they defeat Auburn, walking it off, and they will play tomorrow at 6.30 against Mississippi State in another loser-out game. And our moment is in as we leave you is that walk-off heard on the LSU Sports Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.